Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This is really disturbing. Has the parliamentary investigation into sexual misconduct in the Canadian military devolved into deflection? I think it has. Operation Honor shutdown. That's the operation that was supposed to be investigating sexual misconduct in the CAF. The Navy shut down the Red Room probe. How many people even knew about the Red Room probe? And the current military ombudsman, Gregory Lick, is rebuking the Minister of National Defense, Harjit Sajjan's claim that Mr. Lick's predecessor, Gary Walburn, failed to probe a complaint about the former chief of defense staff, General Jonathan Vance. So we have the current ombudsman siding with the previous ombudsman, with his predecessor, against the Minister of National Defense. Colonel Michel, Michel Drapeau joins us. He's been a guest of mine many times over the years. He was in the Canadian military for more than 30 years. He's a lawyer specializing in military issues and matters and cases in Ottawa. It's Michel Drapeau Law Office, mdla.ca. Colonel Drapeau, am I right, am I correct, or am I missing something when I say, in my view, this has devolved into something it wasn't supposed to be? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's currently out of control. And uh, I, I think a government believes that just by the sheer passage of time, the Canadian public will get fatigued from it. And um, it's it's currently off the main page. Uh, and the public is turning his attention to something else. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if later on this week or next week, Parliament is not in session, that um, that the ministry or government or both will announce their solution. And their solution will be, I'm pretty sure, will be we will leave it to the military to fix themselves, um, uh, the problem. That's what we've done in every instance, because it's not the first time we have issue of sexual misconduct in the forces. I mean, it goes back uh, 1990. 93, 94, when McLean Magazine produced three uh, front cover stories on it. Uh, we had Russell Williams in 2010. We had uh, Madame Deschamps with a report in 2015, and, and on and on. In every instance, the, uh, the government has turned to the military and say, fix it. The last time when Madame Deschamps produced a report, uh, the military um, came up with Operation Honor, and we know this did not lead to any uh, successful outcome. It created its own reporting center inside National Defense Headquarters, as opposed to what Madame Deschamps recommended to be an external, independent uh, center. And uh, and the thing goes on. On the issue of uh, former Ombudsman uh, Walborn, um, absolutely right, and I agree uh, with the, his position. He could not, by direction provided to him when they established a position of ombudsman in in what was became to be known as ministerial directives if something uh, if an allegation was made against the cds or the deputy minister he had no choice no other avenue but to report it to the minister and leave it to the minister to to do whatever he deemed necessary in order to get to the bottom of it so Operation Honor is cancelled. That's the investigation into sexual misconduct in the Canadian military. Do I hear you saying that even when it was conceived and then put into operation, into practice, there was never an intent to really come up with something significant and of value? That's right. Madame Deschamps made 10 recommendations. Most of them have not been enforced yet. 
She made a report in 2015. But the central point of her recommendation, in order to provide, because we have to remember what she said, is many, many victims don't trust the military to investigate it. They have no confidence into the military justice system, and more so, the majority of them fear reprisals, so they don't report the crime. And in order to assist that, in order to give some type of protection and some type of confidence to those victims, she recommended that a reporting center be established external and, uh, and, and separate from the military. And the military turn around and place it under the control of the deputy minister. And uh, uh, with the result that we have now, I mean, there's no change. And Madame Deschamps, uh, she appeared again before a uh, parliamentary committee on the status of women on Friday. And I listened into it. And basically, she says most of the recommendation have yet to be implemented. So we have made no progress on 2015, none whatsoever. M- uh, military victims or victims of this I'd had no confidence in 2015. They have less confidence now. And the best example we have, a very eloquent example, is Lieutenant Colonel Turner, when she uh, basically suddenly retired from the forces and basically uh, told the public what she thought of it and why she did it. Do you expect anything to really change, or is it just going to be an ongoing series of, uh, no, I'm not responsible, no, he's responsible, no, he didn't do it correctly, no, just passing the buck? That's what I'm expecting, unfortunately. And unless the public, there is a groundswell in the public to to request this government to act, and it has to be government, and more significantly, it has to be parliament. So I'm encouraged by the fact that there is, in fact, a parliamentary committee uh, of of national defense investigating it, but their power is limited, particularly within a uh, a minority government, uh, to force changes. One one of the things that has to happen, uh, parliament has to be involved in the selection of the next chief of the defense staff more than that has to be has to be involved and it's not involved at the moment in the selection of senior officers commander of the army of the air force of the navy of the chief of military personnel all of these individuals currently are picked by the chief of the defense staff and rubber stamp by the minister there is no external uh, control no external review no parliamentary oversight over it so un- until we do this First, and second, that we establish an inspector general, somebody who reports to parliament, somebody to whom the victims will have the confidence that they can trust them with their complaint and trust also that this matter would be investigated properly and, 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 uh, and accountability will come to the fore, uh, then we will be back to exactly the same situation we, we were a couple of months ago. At the moment, I, I believe government is, is bidding for times. And in the process, people will forget, people will move on, and we already are moving on with other issues. So we're giving them, in fact, a way clear to do as they wish. And what they wish is to provide it back to the military, let them fix, let them come up with a new operation on it. And that if we do, uh, we will have not learned from these mistakes. Uh, mistakes which, by the way, are publicized. I remember seeing a piece last week in the, in the New York Times, in the Washington Post. I mean, the Canadian military in general and the Canadian military justice system does not have a good reputation as we speak worldwide and particularly among our, uh, our, our allies. And the military cannot fix that. It has to be fixed by the elected powers, that is, government and parliament. And those are the ones who have to take to take charge and bring about some solution to assist them 
Justice Eterno and I have just put out a book uh, earlier this week that in fact provides a remedy, some of the changes that needs to be made, including the appointment of an Inspector General. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.